You're listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. Welcome to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral, with myself, Adam Smith, and the legend that is Joe Cole. Joe, should we get straight into it and introduce our guests? Let's get straight into it. The right. legend that is. The legend that is. I think that's, that is a good word, because joining us today, one of the funniest blokes in the country, is the star and creator of the smash hit BBC sitcom Not Going Out, king of stand-ups, the prince of the panel show, the undisputed superstar, I'm calling him Soccer Aid as well, and yeah. your mate, Lee Mac. Lee, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm very pleased to be here. <laughs> Got to ask you about your first memories of, 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 <coughs> of meeting and playing. With, with Lee. Well, first of all... I'm Can I just say how surreal that is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he used to play for England and you're asking him <laughs> the first time he met me what it was like. That's why I do Soccer Aid, just for these strange moments. So that, and that's, yeah. that's bang on. Soccer Aid is so strange because I'm a big fan of not going out. So meeting Lee yeah. and then watching Would I Lie to You and everything and meeting him and, and, we're, and being in that environment where you've got the footballers and you've got the comedians and singers, like you'd be sitting there, what Soccer Aid, you'd be sitting there and you'd be chatting to someone that'd be bantering, and then some fella would be singing over there, and then some <laughs> gymnast yeah. would be spinning in his head. It's like, it's the surrealest thing ever. Yeah. It's also, and the when players you re- love it. When you realise that yeah. everyone wants to do a different job. I was sat yeah. next to Sean Wright Phillips, who was watching Dermot Kennedy singing in the bar, <laughs> and he was transfixed like that. And I, I said, You're right. And he went, I wish I could do that. And he, I said, Would you have given up football to be able to do that? And he went, 100%. All the, all wow. the, yeah. All the pop stars want to be footballers. All the footballers want to be comedians. All the, yeah. all the comedians want to be pop stars. Yeah. Never going yeah, around yeah, cycle. Yeah, yeah. Like Amazing. Um, we're going to talk in depth about uh, soccer. I loved watching that yeah. recently. It's a brilliant event, and we'll talk about just how, how good it was, the money raised and everything. Before we get into that, you, you seem to be everywhere, Lee. Just tell us what, what's going on with you at the minute. Uh, I'm just shamelessly trying to get any money I can by doing, li- <laughs> I mean, literally anything. 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 Yeah, okay. No, uh, I'm doing, well, I'm doing my sitcom, Not Going Out, yeah. which yeah. starts next week. Uh, but I have to say, over the last two to three weeks, I've been mainly trying to focus on my international footballing career. <laughs> okay. How's uh, that going? Since, since Soccer Aid, I thought, well, you might as well grab the opportunity. So I've been touting myself around the bigger clubs. Well, my, and, uh, my agent's actually coming here, so we can put together a little CV for you. And that'd be great, yeah, yeah. Bolt did. I know. Off the back of Soccer Aid, some Australian team was going to take him as a... As Amazing professional. Yeah, to be yeah. fair, he, I think he originally wanted to play for Manchester United, and then he realised he was a bit more realistic and went <laughs> yeah. for Australia, didn't he? Yeah, start off you know there, I mean? build yeah, your yeah. way up. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like TV. If you try and get a TV career, it's not panning out. You do that in Australia. Right? <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like when you watch a film, minute you watch a film and it looks brilliant, and the yeah. first accent you hear is Australian. You go, oh. <laughs> No, it's got that feeling, hasn't it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know, that's fine. You're trying your best. The, I've got a pretty Joe. This episode is going to be just, just brilliant. It's going to go off on all sorts of tangents, isn't it? We love a tangent. Yeah, we yeah, do love a tangent. That's very do. true. I've always wanted to know what part of your job do you enjoy? You obviously do your panellist, acting, stand-up. What, what part uh, gives you the most football. satisfaction? International <laughs> football, yeah. Uh, well, I, the lazy part of me loves the panel game, would I lie to you, because you just literally turn up. I mean, right. we just turn up and play a game. Yeah. So that's that's the lazy part of me. And it's a good laugh. And me, me and David and Rob are good mates, yeah. so that's, that's brilliant. Uh, but the sort of thing that gives me the most creative yeah. uh, satisfaction is my sitcom, probably, because I spend six months uh, editing it wow. and, and writing it and casting it, all sorts of things involved in it. So it's quite a, an involved process. Uh, in fact, my wife in it, Sally Breton, is is the sister of of your producer Jack. Right? Yes, I heard that. Yeah, small world, isn't it? The one that you said you know like Jude Law, which yeah. will mean nothing. So this is a good looking family all round. <laughs> Jack's in me going, keep this conversation yeah. going. Yeah. <laughs> Love uh, that. So yeah, so that's probably that's the thing that's yeah. kept me going. That's the thing I do most of for the last ten, fifteen years. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what it's like? It's interesting because 
your your whole creative process, like when you're in, involved in that. So, would I lie to you? It's it's such family friendly. I watched it mm. for the first. I've, I, it's one of the things when it's on, you watch it, and I watched it with my daughter for the How first time two weeks ago. She's eleven. She loved it. Like trying to guess whether mm. they're, uh, you know, like Lee's Lee stuff is quite. It's family friendly. And they don't make sitcoms like that. No, anymore. that's true. So if anyone's listening and they haven't watched Not Going Out, go back and watch it. It's brilliant. But the Good earliest, plug. there is the odd bit of language in the earlier stuff. So don't watch the she's first. Listened, few she's listen. She's a coley. She, she's heard all of the words. She's heard all yeah, the words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She reads about. She reads your reviews, does she? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about your relationship with football. You're a Blackburn fan. Yes, I am. How, how, how sort of big Blackburn? How big was Blackburn growing up? Well, I was. I used to go back in the Simon Garner days, back in the eighties. Right. You know, uh, when Blackburn was sort of. See what happened was, I was a Liverpool fan when I was a kid. Oh, were you? And then we moved to Blackburn, and my mum and dad were in the pub trade. And at the time, I was reading Roy the Rovers, and there was lots of stories in Roy the Rovers about sort of non-league sides and yeah. st- and Liverpool were winning everything in the 70s you know and early 80s so I thought wouldn't it be good to support, support a rubbish side because <laughs> it's more glamorous supporting a rubbish side than <laughs> I know what you well. mean. do you know what I mean yeah. and so I transferred to Blackburn when I was about 10 or 11 and you then uh, since so then Blackburn have won the Premier League and Liverpool <laughs> hadn't until a couple of years. <laughs> yes, you good. must have been so smug then when when they did win the Premier League. Yeah, oh yeah, because totally. you've gone for the underdog and it's yeah. worked out. And it's worked out, yeah. And it was all through hard work, nothing to do with uh, Jack Walker's money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just hard work. Fond memories still to this day, I imagine, for a lot of Blackburn fans. That, that is year. brilliant. And 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 I've actually since become good mates with Graham Lasso, and obviously he was part of that yeah, ninety-five yeah. winning side, you know. So I get all the gossip as well, which is yeah. great, you know. He's, yeah, I mean, I remember that side. That was a great side. Mm. Unbelievable. Did you play against them? You would have done that. That would have been your era, wouldn't it? You're a bit young then, weren't you? In 99, I made my debut. So Uh, the back end of the top Blackburns. You were basically waiting for Blackburn. You were waiting for Blackburn to disappear a bit before you were willing to take (laughs) part. Not stepping into that fray. But David Dunn, Damien Duff. You still had a good team when we played. David Bentley. David Bentley. Yeah. One of my favourite players. He wasn't part of the 95, but I like David Bentley because yeah. I'm obsessed by the fact that at the peak of his career, well, certainly the peak of his age, 27, yeah. he just packed it in. Yeah. yeah. He went, I don't he's... want to do this anymore. I'm going to yeah. do property development in Tenerife. Yeah. yeah. And no, yeah. He's, got, he's got a flooring business as well, apparently. Yeah. Like, well, it's every, it's every it's kid's dream, isn't it? To one day have your own flooring business. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't. He, it wasn't it's just so... some of us don't ever get to live that dream. If they ever do soccer aid for flooring, I'm in. <laughs> he's certainly an anomaly. He come, yeah, I remember him being in one England squad. Benson, mm. like it was, it was under the Capello era, and um, you know he, he he had a strict, you know, like no butter. There was no Capello, to- yeah, Capello, no no to- no, like he was really strict. Did you say no toast then? N- no tomato ketchup. No, wasn't no one? butter on your toast. No tomato yeah. ketchup. It was very <laughs> bland. We had we couldn't eat. Like you're telling grown men you can't eat at certain times. Yeah. Like you're like you're trying to tell like Stephen Gerrard in the peak of his career you can't have a bowl of corn. this is why I love doing soccer aid right because when when people whinge in soccer when they hear the professionals whinging it's never what you think it's going to be it's never going to be oh and he crunched me with a tackle and it's always about the no butter on the toast (laughs) I mean mean, he wouldn't even allow us maple syrup in our porridge the man was an animal (laughs) (laughs) but he was such and and Bent's like like you said he's a bit of an enigma I remember I turned up and he was just sitting having a beer and his window, clear as day for everyone walking past. Really? It could have been Capella. Like, he just really, he didn't give monkeys about anything. Wow. And, like, hence the reason he retired at 29. Yeah, yeah. In the, yeah. the glory days of uh, drinking beer in your windowsill when England didn't used to win anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the glory yeah. days of yeah. And they yeah. drink protein shakes now, and we still don't bloody win anything. Yeah. So. We're getting close, though. We're getting, we? we're getting, getting you close. You know me, I'm yeah. a big believer in this squad. Yeah. I think the whole process has changed the way that we develop young players, and I think now... They're better equi- equipped than we were yeah, yeah. to win something. And I, th- I think, fingers crossed, it's, we're going in the right, right direction. Um, yeah. I've, I know what you like at football because we, we've seen it with soccer. Were you always a keen footballer 
as a as a young kid, school teams, what what so, sort so, of level? You probably didn't notice what happened though. So I don't know what you're like as a footballer because I've seen you. Are you always keen. <laughs> You know what I mean? Didn't say. Were you always that you good, or were you, did you always have that natural flair? Was we always um, keen? You know what I mean, oh, this is the, the problem. I've got to really think about every question. I've got to really think about the phrasing of every question today, Joe. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've loved football. I yeah. used to have a game with comedians. We used to have lots of long journeys when we were doing the circuit and stuff, and That's lots well. of long journeys up north. And, and I'd always play the game of yeah. if I knew they were a football fan, how low would you go to have, to have swapped your comedy career for a football career yeah. so okay. like it wouldn't have to be Man United or something I was, yeah. I was always Doncaster Rovers I would, okay. <laughs> I would have played for Doncaster Rovers and not been a not been a comedian really athlete. but yeah. since doing Soccer Aid and getting to meet the footballers and learning as in every job there's, yeah. there's some negatives to it as well there's yeah. not just all you know it's pros and cons yeah. I've had to go higher now so oh, I've okay. now said I'm only willing to sort of join a Barcelona or a Real Madrid <laughs> Because it, 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 I realise it's just there's a lot of you know uh, it, there's, there's no butter on the toast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's all no sorts of toast. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a big, big thing for you, that you know Joe. I mean? uh, yeah, no, he's, he's, he's it certainly like, puts coal mining into perspective, doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, when you're yeah, not yeah, getting butter yeah, on your yeah. toast. I do. So, you do have to catch yourself. Like sometimes when I'm talking about the Capello eras and we're moaning yeah. about butter yeah. on the toast, I can I can put myself in the punters. As you're saying that, yeah. <laughs> But it's always just a little annoying thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little like, yeah. Yeah. like still yeah, yeah, yeah. Butter yeah. on the toast. Right, we've got to move but on. We've not got Capello coming on the show anytime soon, have we? Quiet, quiet. <laughs> he looks straight at Jack there, just yeah. to, just for clarity. That he's I not coming on. Pello looked like um, a Bo Selector. You know Bo Selector. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He yeah. looked like he was just trying to audition for Bo Selector. <laughs> Do you know what? He had the underbite and the big glasses. Do you know? I was I was like, yeah, no banter, right? And I was in the office once with the girls. Um, and we're sitting there, he come in, and for some reason he started up a conversation. His English was broken. And one of the girls said to him, you've got no grey hair. And he and like, he got very defensive about, he said, no, no, no. Oh, I see. And he was like, no, no, I, I don't dye it. I don't dye my hair. <laughs> and then I thought, I never noticed. I thought, and I'm looking over. He's got the thickest black, and he was in his mm. 60s, thick yeah. black hair. And he was very upset. The, the girls were accusing him of dying his hair. Really? Uh, should we talk Soccer Aid? First of all, I've got to say, the most important thing with Soccer Aid is that the yeah. money raised, obviously you've, yeah. you've both played, I want to, there's so many questions I've got about, about the experience, but yeah. it's an unbelievable cause, isn't it? Over, was it over 13 million raised? I think this was raised, the record year this year, third, over Incredible. 13 million yeah. quid, yeah, which is, if you consider the last year and a half, two years, yeah. in, you know, yeah. everyone's struggled with COVID and stuff, yeah. so... It's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And then the total amount over t- of 10 or... Well, it's been yeah. 15 years, you know, that they've done Soccer Aid. I think it's whatever. It's yeah. 60 million, maybe, something like that. It's an incredible thing, Lee. And, and like, for me, it's an eye-opener, because I don't know nothing about, like, none of that chunks and, like, the, yeah, the, yeah. the influence mm. of the YouTube generation. So, you, you know, obviously I know Lee, I know Paddy and all the guys have been on telly, but the, the people put their money in their pockets, turn up to watch your chunks and that play football and, and they, they love them don't they mm. oh I'll tell you it's the, unbelievable when I go to Soccer Aid I think that people are going to say to me do me a favour can you get me a photograph of mm. Joe Cole or whatever yeah. it's always not interesting yeah. in football it's always the people I've never heard of really because it's always the people on YouTube and yeah. stuff it's yeah. always the yeah. that's, who, that's who the babysitter wants yeah. the babysitter didn't even mention you I'm not surprised <laughs> she's 18 <laughs> she said, no. wasn't bothered about a photo with Joe no, <laughs> no, no, no. She, anyone over the age of 25, she's not interested. Wow. But Chunks and Philly. Yeah. Whoa, that yeah. was like, yeah, that was a big deal, yeah. It's, yeah. Like a, such an, it's an eclectic bunch. I think that's why it works. And you've got to, you've got to get, I think the footballers, because what happens when we play Lee, like, it's all laughing and joking, we're having a great time, I love the build-up, and then you get into the game, and then the competitive juices kick in. Yeah. But you have to constantly remember to yourself, it's a, it's a, 
it's a TV show. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You need to make For it charity, entertaining. Yeah. But it's incredible that <clears throat> like, you watch the professionals do that. They do yeah. click into that yeah. sort about, of like. Gets quite. He does, yeah. Does like, it competitive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I mean, I've done it for four years, and yeah. I like. I have to say that the competitiveness mainly comes, I think. From the celebs, more pro- so than the pros. Well, it depends what you mean by competitive. On, when, when it comes to like crunching tackles, yeah. obviously the pros are better at that. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, they do more of that, but yeah. certainly the wanting to win. Really, wow! I think that you know, that I think it's the celebrities that perhaps had a chance when they were younger right. to make it. Right, they're they're, they're mm. keen to show that they can, they still got it. Whereas I didn't even make the school team, so my bar's so low. So who yeah. are you talking about then? Go on, can you can you reveal names or is that is that a, is that a, well? To be honest with you, it's most real. of them because most of them. I, I found the first time I did it, I was like, I play five sides with the dads, and I'm just very average. Didn't make the school team. That's all. I thought yeah. everyone was going to be like me, yeah. and then you turn up and you're like, how come you're so good? Oh, I used to play for Tottenham till right. I was eighteen. Or yeah, I used to, yeah, yeah. They've yeah. all got some connection. Yeah. There. Uh, it's like David Irwood. He, I think he was the only player that was older than me. And I thought, oh, good, he, he, he might not be any good either. And he was brilliant goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, said, yeah, yeah. How come you're so good? Oh, well, I used to play for the England youth something. Whatever. Wow. Yeah. And there's not enough... I think it should be that you have to be a certain weight as a celebrity. <laughs> Minimum weight. <laughs> really? It's a bit like heavyweight boxing. Right. Yeah, you've got yeah, to be yeah. at least... You know, you've got to do an exercise test to prove yeah. that you're really unfit. Imagine that we got the weigh-in the day before yeah, soccer. Yeah. <laughs> What's it like for the pros, Joe? Because obviously you've all, I mean, you've won Love league life. titles and you've got, you've got players that have played at the highest level. Some mm. of the celebs that play are amazing. Like, what, what is the mindset for the celebs going into it? Do you know the, what? So the pros going into it, sorry. So, so for my, my, my kids were too young. They remember the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Yeah. Um, and they, which was, you know, seven, eight thousand people. So they knew their dad was a professional yeah. footballer. But they absolutely love it. So I go out there and I want to play well. Because my kids are watching and they love it. Right. But they're not interested in how I play. They're more interested in... Young blood. S- young blood and yeah. the singers and the... Yeah, wow. things like that. So, but from, the, from the, the pro's perspective, we have a great three days. You meet people like Lee and it's a, it is good fun, ain't it? Like the it's, bar it's a, it is incredible. Like the, 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 social. It's the only time those in our world of... My world of entertainment that those people are going to come together. Even the non-footballers, like yeah. the you know young blood. Yeah, of course. I mean, what look, character he was. He was brilliant. He was like yeah. the face of it this year because he yeah. was like. Obviously, I hadn't heard of it. Had you I didn't realise they made humans like him. He's, yeah, yeah. he's, he's incredible. <laughs> he's incredible. Brilliant. Really? Like, yeah, he's like. Um, I was chatting away to him, and he's got his hair, and he's you know he. He's a rock star. He's in America. Yeah. He's huge. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Massive profile, isn't he? Following, massive following. Talks like Liam Gallagher. Mm. Yeah. Where, he's from Doncaster as well. Doncaster, right? Yeah, yeah. He's just like... He's mad. Like, I'm like, wow. Just like, he's such a ball of energy. And I would have no... I wouldn't know who he was or would have yeah. no dealings of him throughout. But he's, yeah, what, what a lovely fella. I don't know if you agree, Joe, but I feel like Lee is one of the biggest, or, or if not the biggest talking point of Soccer Aid because yeah. of everything that's happened. You've, you've played four years now, right? Four years, yeah. I mean, it, it, that's nice of you to say, but it, it, it is mainly to do with how low the bar was. <laughs> right, you know okay. what I mean? It's how little expectation there was. Right. It would be like if a seven-year-old came on and scored, of course he'd be the biggest <laughs> talking point because then no one was expecting, including me. Yeah. In fact, when I'd... At about, I think, 88th and 89th minute or something, I had two chances to score yeah. and missed. Yeah. And if you add them up over the last four years, that's about, if you count the penalties as well, <laughs> I've probably had seven or eight chances that you should score all of them. Right. right? Yeah. And I was having the imaginary conversation in my head. Wow. I looked at the clock, it said 89 or 90 minutes or whatever, and I said, in my head, I was going, saying to my son, who'd come to watch, look, I have tried for four years. I've done everything I possibly... Because <laughs> he keeps going, do it one more time, you know. Yeah. yeah. 
And I was, I was having the imaginary conversation going, look, I did everything I could. I went on the treadmill every day. I, I've done all I could yeah, do. Yeah. So can we just not do this anymore? Or yeah. Can we stop? <laughs> and then Darren Fletcher passed me the ball as I was thinking it. And I went, oh! Kicked it in the net. <laughs> it was like the rebirth of my international career. <laughs> Love it. Um, so let, let's... How did it feel? We need to go. I'll tell you what, give me an insight into <laughs> professional football. Had I not scored that, yeah. I would have been absolutely forgotten about in soccer aid. I've not done anything in football. <laughs> but one split yeah. second goal, um, and suddenly, I'm, apparently, I'm the face of this year's soccer. Because of a second, one second yeah. thing yeah. that happened. Do you know what I mean? That's, a, huge that's, moment, a, that's a great point. Yeah. Because in, there's so many sliding door moments in your career. Mm. So yeah, yeah. I remember it was one point, at, at one point at Chelsea when I was playing, and I was, oh, things weren't going well. I, can't, I got thrown on for 10 minutes and I was going to leave. I was mm. going to leave. This was early on in my career. Sorry, going to leave Chelsea? Going to leave Chelsea. Wow. And it was like a week before the, the transfer window. I was like, nah, I, whatever. The ball dropped to me. I think it was against Portsmouth. Banged it in. We won the game 2-0. Mm. When Portsmouth were good. It was quite a big game. And then uh, three days later, we went to Anfield. Same again. Uh, come off the bench. It's 0-0. Bang. Same thing. Scored the winner, got on the coach, and Jose said, oh, you, you're, "I've got to put, I've got to play you," and then wow. it all changed, and you know from there. And, and, like, and wow. similarly to me, I was going to retire. <laughs> Relating as, uh, to that, <laughs> I, was thinking of retirement. I was, was going to retire as a, as a footballer. Thinking, fifty-three, I've not been picked up by one of the major clubs, and now look at me now. <laughs> Now the agents, agents are the yeah. about to meet Joe's <laughs> agents to have some serious conversations. About <laughs> I'll send him a text now. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I love about that? that is that, that is the level we're talking about with that moment. Joe's moment. comparing it to a moment at Chelsea with Jose Mourinho. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, he's right. It is roughly that. In my <laughs> head, moment. Yeah. You've got to understand this. In reality, it's not. But in my head, yeah. Like honestly, in my head, I am yeah. capable of scoring that. Is it Sweden you scored yeah, the volley? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm totally capable of doing that in my head. Yeah. And I am in my head. Yeah. In fact, I, my goal in my head is better than what you scored. Because <laughs> it's an overhead kick as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It puts you to shame the goal in my head. Do you know that leaves on the list with, I think, Maradona and Cantona as people that have scored one goal at Soccer Aid? Yeah. That, that's, that's what we're talking about. It's yeah. decent. Yeah. yeah. That I, is decent. I mean, I still, well, I haven't scored. I've done it for three years. Have you never scored scored. I've done it for three years. I've played two, three halves. Wow. And I've lost every time. <laughs> And I'm, yeah, it's to be fair, though, they are. I'm, I'm, only, I'm only coming back next year. If, wow. Listen, if they ask me, I'll be, I will come back. <laughs> I'm I will come back, please. But um, <laughs> I want to, I want to win. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. Kids have watched me three times lose. You see how much it means to the pros. No, they wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the ex-pros are, are generous. I mean, like there's, there's, there's very few. Darren Fletcher passed mm. me the ball to score. And with like a minute to go and we're 2-0 up, almost everybody is going to have a mm. shot, you know. Mm. But he just completely laid me on for what is yeah. considered a tapping, but at my level is like scoring from the halfway line. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and also I have to say, Robbie Keane was brilliant. He took me for a whole session the day before. Yeah. And I've realised, fi- I'm 53, and I've been playing five-a-side all my life, and I've never realised that I'd been kicking the ball with the wrong part of my foot <laughs> till he told me. Well, <laughs> I've been like kicking it apparently too much towards the toe, and he's just further back. Like, really? Put wow. a little mark on my thing, and he went, there, that's where you want <laughs> well, to be kicking it. Good advice. And it, it was in my head, as the ball came over, I thought, I'd missed two, and I went, remember what Robbie said, remember what Robbie yeah. said, middle of the foot, middle of the foot. <laughs> I'm, I'm, do you know it. what, that, but that's, that's, that's brilliant, because Robbie's like, to, to get that insight from Robbie, one of the top strikers yeah. of the last 20 years, it's funny, I, like, I don't want to keep bringing it back to football. I remember, you talk about that, so in that moment you actually thought that, right? 
Oh yeah, yeah. In, in, in split seconds. Wow. Wow. Because I just messed up twice, and because yeah. he said to me, "If you hit it with the wrong part of your foot, yes. you'll feel it." And he was right. I, kept, I felt sort of not a pain, but if you kick it, I'm gonna get my foot on the table. Instead of kicking it there, I was <laughs> yeah. kicking it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This just, is the coaching that we need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you watching yeah. Capello? <laughs> so I was, I was kicking. By the way, butter on my toes. <laughs> It was hurting my foot there, yeah. just a little bit. So when I missed twice, I thought, oh, I can feel it, he's right. Yeah. I messed up twice. And we watch it in slow motion, my foot collapses as, yeah, a, as yeah, I kick yeah. it. Brilliant. So as it came over, and it was the wrong foot, so he's even yeah. harder in my head. I was, I'm wow. left-footed, so I was like, oh, how do I get... Love this. Well, going back to, like, our coaching, yeah. how important coaching is, because Defoe, when he scored for England in 2010... He's, uh, he's the cross come in, I can't remember who crossed it, and he scored against... Um, who was it against? Do we remember? James Milner's well, good knowledge. James Milner crossed it. I bet the editor has yeah. some on prompt. Yeah. Right, and he'll yeah. just take credit. Uh, yeah. James Milner, that one, yeah. But he, Is this he, the World Cup you're talking the about? World Cup. He's going to World Cup. And all he wanted to do. Oh, was that that game? Yeah, and he, all he wanted. 1 0. And he said, he said he used to do a training session with Ian Wright. Mm. Again, another class striker. When mm. we was coming through, Wright, he was coming towards the end. And Wright he used, to, he used, to, used to get him, hold him by the back. When the cross was coming in, mm. a shooting drill, hold him by the back of his, his shirt. And go, not, not now, not now, now, now you go. And wow. then you meet the cross at the right time. And Defoe talks about, he said, in that moment, in the World Cup, 12 years later, he felt wow. right, he holding his shirt. Wow. Not yet, not yet, not yet. And then bang, gone. And he scores at the World Cup. Yeah. And realize, he said, realise. So, you know the way defenders pull your shirt? Yeah. If he pulled his shirt and the ref would say, hey, and he got, actually, yeah. can you do that? Yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's really helpful. Can you me. pull it? That really helps. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you because you were Team England I was, for three yeah. years, three and years. then rest of the world. So, so wh where was that transformation well, transfer? How did that sort of come? Well, about? Well, the official uh, showbiz <laughs> version of that yeah. story is that I did a documentary a few days before, where Sven gives me a list of instructions to, to do to, to go and get ready mm. for the match, yeah. Yeah. and at the end he sacks me. Right. <laughs> Obviously, that was that was my idea. Because yeah, I, yeah. I want to play for the rest of the world. Yeah, for yeah. a simple reason, that because the England side, they, they do take it quite competitively. Yeah. Right. And I didn't want to miss another penalty for them. I mm. missed three on the run. And I thought, it isn't really fair on these guys. Because, listen, I understand. If, you're, if you could have made it as a pro but didn't quite, mm. it's the same as... The only sport I've ever been any good at is darts. And when I did comet relief darts, yeah. me and Tim Vine, you know... Yeah, there's a couple of Guinness World Records I did, darts, yeah, yeah. I Guinness Book of Records for... Well, the bullseye one main one. I had yeah. most balls in a minute. So it's all, I grew up in a pub, so it's my sport. Yeah. You know? yeah. So when we did the, the darts for Comet Relief, they gave me and Tim Vine a little microphone. Yeah. And, and we had all the comics, and they yeah. said, this is great, because we'll have loads of band there, and it'd be funny yeah, yeah. as well. We didn't utter a word. <laughs> <laughs> this was our moment. Like, yeah. Yeah, this is gr it's great, yeah, you almost got a 180, but where's the gags? I'm not interested in gags, I want to prove. <laughs> yeah. So it's the same for these yeah, guys that can yeah. play, you know. Yeah, they don't yeah. want an idiot like me missing penalties. Yeah. So I thought, I'll share out the badness, and I'll be on the rest of the world <laughs> yeah. for a while. But I have yeah. to say, the rest of the world were absolutely brilliant. They were so... Yeah. They, I think, I might be wrong, but you know better than me, but I think international footballers perhaps understand the basic concept of you're only as good as your weakest link. Maybe. Yeah, right, okay. The England psychology. Is that a fair comment? Do you think, think that's a fair comment? I think, I, I think it comes down to characters as well, like Lee Sandy in the dressing room. And I looked at, the rest of the world had a better team. They did have better players. Well, they did but they, they managed, <laughs> <laughs> but they managed, they managed it better than us. Maybe, maybe we was in the, we was in the bar a little bit too much. But Lee's right. Okay. And Lee's And I understand... I mean, what's the dressing room like? You you were there. I wasn't there this mm. year. But I've been in the dressing room for a few years and it's yeah. it's quite like we've got to... You know, we've got yeah. to... Go on, take us into it, Joe, this year. What was it like? Well, it's quite intense. Yeah. Like, do you know, because... We're well, saying that. Robbie Williams was there this year, wasn't it? So we got up and he was singing Angels. 
There was a funny. There was a funny in the dressing room. He was singing "Angels" in the dressing room. Great I got it on the. <laughs> yeah, he's singing it, and everyone's there clapping away with cameras up. Yeah, and I thought oh, I better film this, so I've got it on my phone <laughs> filming it. And the funniest thing on the film is Scalzi, who's the most deadpan guy ever. Talk about taking yeah. it seriously. He's right next to Robbie, and Robbie's up doing his yeah. thing, and everyone's like, oh, "This is brilliant." And Scalzi's like looking at him like, oh, he's like "Just doing pretty Like just. Like and he, you, 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 could, you could, you could, his mannerism. You could see him going. Will you just fucking shut up in your? <laughs> and I'm like, but it is. There is definitely. I mean, listen, the celebs are like that as yeah. well. And like I say, understandably so. If you if you're good at football, you wanna you wanna win and all yeah. that. But I, you know, as I pointed out to someone in the morning, that you know, it's all good taking it seriously. But you've got to remember that in the second half at the beginning, hmm. a man came on dressed as a six foot whistle. <laughs> That's true. You know yeah. what I mean? Stephen Mulhern I, was a six foot whistle. I, don't know. I didn't once that. It's all bets off after that, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Lee, right. So we've. we've, <laughs> oh, we've Sven's naming the team, and we're like, yeah. well, we've only named 10 players, and we've got like the mystery, the, what do you call, the, the masked winger. The masked winger. Yeah, right? yeah. So, you didn't know who so it was to reveal the outfit. So yeah. I'm thinking, my head's going bundles. I'm thinking, this has got to be a big area. <laughs> this has got to be Tom Cruise. <laughs> Be like, I you know, I don't know, Will Ferrell, Tom Cruise, Will someone's coming Ferrell. back. I think this is going to be brilliant. Yeah. You know? And it's the geezer from Catchphrase. <laughs> it pops up with like sponge feet on like, Do you know what? I think? There is. I mean, Stephen will be the first to say that, you yeah. know, that I think we were all. I was slightly expecting Pele, if I'm going yeah. to be honest. Really? Oh, I knew Beckham was going to be there. I thought, I wonder if they put Beckham in the costume. Yeah. You're on, you're on the pitch with Clarence Seedorf and yeah, Usain Bolt. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? Anything goes. Like anything. Could be anyone. Yeah. 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 Could be anyone. So, okay. When and, and it, and it, it was. Yeah. <laughs> when you, you found out it was Stephen Malhern, yeah, yeah. your initial reaction? Well, I, can I get his autograph? Can, can Willie, will I be able to get close enough to him for him to sign my shirt and stuff like that? And at one point, Usain Bolt was in my way and I just threw him to the ground. <laughs> no, it was, it was great because he's, he's, well, he's connected with, uh, you know, I like the idea that it's a bit more light entertainment. Yeah, you don't yeah, get yeah. any more light entertainment than yeah, Steve. You know, yeah, exactly. He does all yeah, the big true, shows. True. So I like, I like that, you know, but I think the ones that take it seriously do want you on the page for too long. <laughs> but I, fair enough, even I draw the line at a man in a fancy dress costume for 10 minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> you agree with that, Joe? Oh, I for sure. Yeah. Like, I was like, I bet Wayne Rooney wasn't happy with no, that. No, we know Wayne was like <laughs> at half time Wayne was kicking off. You have to remember like talk about well, it's all nice, it's all nice. Yeah. Then the competitive I yeah. can't even remember what Wazza was ranting about half time, but something <laughs> done saying I was like <laughs> See you always got to find the balance between yeah. your your instinct in us as footballers wanna wanna explode. Yeah, yeah. But you control yeah. it and you realise you're making a TV show and everyone's gonna have fun and all that, but then Wayne just Wayne just come out with like he, I can't even remember where he was, it was something about tracking back or Sorting it out, and then, and then we went on, and a, wi- a geezer in a whistle suit come out and played, and thought, what, what chance? Of it? <laughs> the, year, the, the, the decision I made to go to the other side was made last year. You might not remember this, but when we yeah. played last year, yeah. Bradley Walsh, who was the coach. Yeah. I mean, if that doesn't say it all about how lads yeah. entertainment this show yeah. is or yeah. should be. Yeah. As I was walking on, I was getting on the pitch. He put his arm around me, and he went, "You've just got one job on this pitch, right? You've got to track backwards and forwards with Patrice Evra." <laughs> And I looked at him and went, I, I can't do that, Bradley. You know, you've got to do it, right? So I did. I did what I was told. Yeah. I was so exhausted. He nutmegged me. His fancy nut. Yeah. He just absolutely destroyed me, obviously. Yeah. And then I had a bit of a salt. And in the, in the, in the I think it's called the interval, or half-time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the interval. I, I, said to, I said to Bradley, I had a little struggle and I went, no, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> Get Joe Colton in. <laughs> and did Joe Colton do it? I think he did. I said, I'm just going to go, Golang is the only position I can do because yeah. you actually don't have to run back as fast as the others because the camera's off you and you just have a little stroll back, little chat. 
to the to the defender, yeah. you know, get back to the halfway line, <laughs> and, and and you're not you can walk back, you know. Yeah. I can't be tracking up a damn with Patrice uh, Everett. Speaking of, of, of players like you've mentioned, great pros that play. Who who have you been most impressed with? Best players, uh, celebrity wise. Who are the standout players? Celebrity, well, in terms of quality of play, yeah, yeah. I suppose Mark Wright's probably one of the yeah. better. He actually, I think he played yeah. for Crawley for a while. Yeah. Or something. He did play in the FA Cup, didn't he? Mark can play. Mark, Mark was a. Um, he Mark's Spurs, a good footballer. He played for Spurs till he was 18. So you, team, yeah. you, you can yeah. tell Mark's can play. And then obviously yeah. the Crawley thing happened. And then Tom Grennan, I was impressed. Yeah, well, Tom Grennan was, Tom Grennan was very, yeah, very yeah, good. Tom Grennan. I thought David Irwin, he didn't play this year, but David Irwin was great yeah. in yeah. Nets when he played. Who else? Uh, but I, I don't judge them by their on skill, skills on the pitch. I mm. judge them by how light entertainment they are. Right. Yeah. So for me, it, you'll never beat Stephen Mulhern. Because he came on as a six foot whistle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You'll never. He beat stole the show. You know He's getting a lot of airtime, Stephen Mulher, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, who else? Are like? Kennedy's a really good player. Oh, yeah, Dermot yeah, Kennedy. Dermot yeah, Kennedy. Right. And yeah, I, 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 Chelsea yeah. Grimes. I mean, she's. I can't work out if you'd class her as, as the footballer or the celeb because she's. She, she writes music. She's amazing. She plays isn't she? Yeah. For, in, uh, for Liverpool. She yeah. plays for some team. She plays footballer, for artist. Yeah, right. That does everything. Yeah, she yeah. laid me on for a couple. Yeah, in a skull one of these. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's if Chelsea, we did a, I did a FIFA tournament with, with for BT with with Chelsea, and I beat her. So she's listening because she gave me a bit of stick about losing the game. So if you listen, I'm still the FIFA <laughs> champion. <laughs> still the FIFA <laughs> champion. What do you get more nervous? But about I have to say, me? just in answer to that question, obviously Joe's one. Joe, Joe was. I like the ones that immediately put you at your ease and think yeah. you're not. It doesn't matter if you mess up. Mm, yeah, and Joe did that brilliantly when I played. I gather that oh, you two got on right. very well behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah, because he he, yeah. he made me feel like look, it just you know he's. It puts you at your ease, which is, yeah. you know. And obviously, this year, Robbie Keane was brilliant with me. Yeah. And I have to give a shout-out to Darren Fletcher. He was such a nice guy. And he, he laid me on. He kept saying, you know, you'll be all right. Just, mm. you know, I'll tell you where to go yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And, you yeah, know, it's great. If I, if I go back next year and play, I'll make sure that that's, I'm more like that. Because you're right. Mm. I think it, it, was, it gets a little bit intense in the England dressing room. And it, you got to, I think you play better football when you're relaxed. Mm. Nobody, nobody, I'm just thinking of my career, nobody wants to be... There's enough pressure being a professional cracking the whip. No, yeah, you get more with sugar than you do with salt sometimes mm. with coaching players, and you need. You need people. But I t- I'll tell you now, there is that. a. There's definitely you know everyone does. There's an there's an alpha thing that goes on with mm. with guys when they're together. I noticed it when Freddie Flintoff played with us. Freddie's such a gentle. He's a big mm. guy. But he's actually yeah. quite a gentle, yeah. nice guy, yeah. mm. and he was on the coach. And we were travelling up to Manchester. And you know on the coach where you have, like, the, you go downstairs to the toilet? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was stood at the top of that chatting with the lads at the back, blah, blah, blah. The coach turns and he falls down the stairs. And you hear him bang, his head uh-huh. got bang. Now, he's in the world of telly now. Yeah, that yeah. would be in telly land. That would be, are you all right, Freddie? Shall I get you a cappuccino? You know what I mean? <laughs> that didn't happen. Everyone just shouted out, ah, you wanker! <laughs> You know that's that's how it's that's that's what happens. It brings out that everyone starts shouting and it gets. Yeah, yeah. And the second year I did it, I think was the first time that women played in soccer eight, mm. and it just was so much better for someone like mm. me who can't play. There was a sort of more gentle, feminine yeah, yeah, thing spread yeah. through the two. Yeah, yeah. And I have to give a shout out to Katie Chapman and, and Kelly yeah. Smith, who were yeah. just they're brilliant. Aren't they? Kelly this year was like you know she. I said to her afterwards, it's, there's a picture of a. Like congratulating me after I scored, where she's got mm. a f- hand on my face, and I sent her a message saying, "This looks like you're the mum, and mm. I'm the child who's just used the potty for the first time." <laughs> <laughs> she's great, Kenny's visit. She's so yeah. nice. Yeah. And, we, we, and Katie was saying they were so yeah. like, "You'll be all right. Don't worry. Everything will be mm. all right." You know, because yeah. it's quite nerve wracking. You know, if you mm. if no. you think in your head you can do what you did against Sweden, but yeah. the reality is you can't. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's nice hearing stories. Like, we've had Kelly on, and she was talking so positively about soccer. And you mentioned Darren Fletcher there as well. I remember speaking to Chunks uh, last year, and he said that Darren Fletcher actually gave him his medal when he missed the penalty. That that was how much of a oh, nice, nice that's class. class. That's class. Yeah, that's that, right, yeah, class yeah. And he said for him, um, that that sort of made that penalty miss feel a, li- a little bit better than it was. I have to say, one of my favourite photos of me scoring is Chunks, who was playing for England. Yeah. Running up to celebrate with us, because he missed a penalty and I missed a penalty. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he knows what it's like. So he's like, ah, oh. yeah. And I said, oh, that's great. He went, yeah. I don't think, I don't think Wayne was happy with. Me. No, no, no. <laughs> no but like, I, I said to Chunks after he missed the penalty last year, when he was really disappointed. Yeah, he was gutted, like, didn't he? Yeah, I was yeah. like, he was so upset. I was like, listen, mate. I said, listen, go, go. I said, don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. I said, come back. You come back stronger next year. You can you've got all year to train. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. And he did, and he's, he lost so much. He looks so good now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's, you know, he says he's going to come back stronger. So like. Even he's gone a little bit personal journey. He's mm. gonna because he's still a young man, chance. Mm. He's gonna come back stronger next year. He could be doing this for ten years. Yeah, he's top lad, isn't yeah. he? Um, I, and I, he can play, by the way, as well. Yeah, yeah, he can. Yeah, he, yeah, he can play. Uh, the reason I mentioned that is because you, you spoke about penalties. Um, I think you missed three in three years. So how difficult was about that? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember before when I said sliding doors? You just <laughs> walk up and everything changes. It's building up to that moment. This is yeah. where it's going to make that moment even more special. Right. When you talk oh, great, about yeah. it. But what were those moments like missing those? Th- I mean, well, the first the first year I did it, I was uh, I took the penalty, the fifth penalty to win it. Mm. Yeah. So to me, it's like a script to me. I'd work. I have, listen as a stand-up comedian, you learn to have very thick skin. Yeah. So mm. everyone goes, "Were you nervous?" I go, not only was I not nervous, I was sort of writing the script to me head about being held aloft, <laughs> scoring the win. It was no, it was a no-brainer. It's dangerous. I thought, well, this, this is just perfect. Right? I'm scoring the fifth penalty to win the game. Mm. So I stepped up. I, I mean, you know, they say a bit nervous running up. I ran. I got the ball quickly in case they changed their mind. So yeah. I'm taken. <laughs> and I think in my head, I was going, "Right, how am I going to? How am I going to celebrate?" Yeah. You know yeah. Kicked, missed by, I would say that much, and yeah. not by a male, as Robbie Savage said in the commentary. <laughs> He's missed by a male. <laughs> that might be Ruth Maddox in Heidi High. <laughs> but I missed just, I was that far yeah, away fractions. from glory. Yeah. Yeah. And Blake Harrison stepped up, took the sixth one from the in-betweeners. Yeah. He scores. He's a lovely bloke, so I was quite pleased for him. Yeah. But I wasn't pleased at the time. I was yeah, devastated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely devastated. That It's not that, look, I like to pretend that, oh no, I missed for a chance for my team to... Forget all that. Yeah. No. All I all I cared about that moment was <laughs> as a fifty three well at the time fifty year old man who yeah. didn't even make the school team to a sold out old traffic. Yeah. This is never wow. gonna crop up again. Wow. Yeah. And I missed my opportunity. Yeah. So the following year, it's all in the script that I'm gonna score then, innit? <laughs> and I missed again. Yeah. And the third year, by this point I've stopped writing the script. I've I've now decided by the third year not to concentrate too much on the celebration after I've scored. <laughs> Maybe think about how I'm gonna try and score this guy. Prioritise scoring. I've tried everything. I've got yeah. in my garden, set up goal the size of a goal with some masking tape against yeah. the wall. Yeah. And practice endlessly and said to my son, How should I do it? Top left or bottom bottom right? Yeah. How yeah. should I do it? You tell me and we practice practice. practice. Missed again, you know what I mean? So, I'd given up. I'd ab- I've realised that, you know, you, you, something happens when you're over 50 or even over 40, mm. in your, your brain and your feet stop connecting in any mm. way. You know, there's a reason, if you think mm. about snooker, you know, you think that there's no fitness involved, so the older you get, you should be getting better and yeah. better and better. Yeah. But there's no world champions past sort of 40, 45. Mm. Because something happens between the brain and your limbs that mm. we just stop. So now I just can't kick the ball anymore. I could never kick it well, but now I can't kick it at all. <laughs> so it's, there's a disconnect, I think. Did I've, you get any help from pros to, to practice the pens? Like you said, Robbie Keane was helping Robbie with, with was, technique. Was, was it always Robbie Keane or were there other people that were Well, I'd never bothered. Out? I'd never practised at all. I mean, literally at all. Mm. 
uh, I think, and so that this year I said, right, I'll, I'll, I'll do a bit, you know, a bit in the garden. But on the actual training for the three days, I said to Robbie, can we just go out and spend an hour practicing penalties yeah. in case it crops up? And uh, it cropped up three years on the run, so I was expecting it. And thank God he did, because he yeah. taught me how to kick it, which then yeah. came in handy when I scored, not in, not on a penalty. Yeah, there, so. yeah. But yeah pro- you probably didn't have time to, to think about it. Do you know, with the penalties, is such a unique process, even yeah. for a footballer, there's specialists at it, you know, because you've got the time to think about it. Like I said, Lee, Lee's mind goes to the script and the yeah. celebration. Some footballers, I wasn't a penalty taker, no. but like, I took a few, scored some, missed some, but bloody hell, like, it, yeah, it just shows you... The processes that go in your mind when you're playing football, mm. all the little, all the little intricacies. I've got to admit, the first year I did it, in fact, even probably the second year I yeah. took a penalty, I remember thinking in my head, you know, people say, oh, it's nerve wracking and the goal yeah. shrinks and all that. Actually, I remember sitting there, standing there, looking at the goal, thinking, it's unforgivable that these professionals miss. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, it's massive. Really? It's massive. I'm not that far out. Not only am I going to score, how does anyone ever miss these? Yeah. The, and, and even when I missed the four, yeah, but I was just unlucky. They still should be scoring these. Yeah. Do you think, like you said about being a stand-up comedian and having thick skin, do you think that, that helps you, that, not so footballers should do stand-up, but, like... Yeah, because most people do shrink. Like mm. you, that's interesting that you've gone. Have they? But it's like delusion. <laughs> I think yeah, it's yeah, delusion. Yeah. What happens when you're a stand-up? You learn very early on. One of the first rules are you, for God's sake, pretend to them that you think it's funny. If they're not laughing, <laughs> they want to know what you think yeah, is yeah. funny. That's all stand-up is. Yeah. Come on, oh. show me what you think's funny then. Yeah. And if they believe you think it's funny, you can win them round. Mm. So you put on this false facade, facade, even if you're dying on your backside early yeah, on in your yeah. career, where you're just going, you might wow. not be enjoying this, I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> and it's like, you come up stage going, it's awful. But wow. you pretend on stage that you're loving it. Yeah. Yeah. And you do that so many times, I think you actually start believing it. You start believing you're having a wonderful time, to the point where it comes true. <laughs> yeah. See what I mean? So when you get onto the football pitch, you go, I- I'm so deluded, I'm so thick-skinned, <laughs> I just go, well, of course I'm going to score. How can I possibly miss? Just get, the, get, get the collars up like camping. Yeah. yeah. It's not a question of will I score, it's how will I score. <laughs> Mate. Top left, bottom right, you know. Lee, on that, you were talking about nerves and, and the, the, the thick skin and false facade. Where, where do you get more nervous then? Stepping up for that penalty, playing football, or packed Apollo, Hammersmith Apollo with loads of people doing what you do? Because I imagine, I mean, both of those are quite nerve-wracking situations. Well, the, it depends what you mean. You. The, the first year I took it, definitely the Apollo. Because the first year I took the penalty, really? I thought I was going to score. And what if I don't anyway? It doesn't really matter, does it? I'm a comedian. Um, it doesn't, there's no expectation. Yeah, okay. Uh, but, but as the years went on, the, it's more about my son. My son was mocking me relentlessly. <laughs> really? And, and he was in the crowd. And, that, you know, I... I, I <laughs> Behind the goal, just mocking me. <laughs> putting me off. <laughs> yeah. But I made sure that uh, when he's come along, I've I've looked out for him. I thought when I score, yeah. I want to go to my son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that's how deluded I'm. But this <laughs> yeah. year it came in handy because I scored and I found him. I like, yeah, and you can see me on camera looking at him, and you know yeah. that yeah. was the. And, it, and again, it goes back to that thing of I've never played at any level, yeah. not even in the school team. Yeah. So so to go from five aside with the dads to. Clarence Seedorf and Patrice Everett. Yeah. I mean, on the coach from the hotel to the thing, I, I sat with Clarence Seedorf, Patrice Everett and Nigel De Jong. Wow. And yeah. me. Wow. And I thought, I bet you Clarence doesn't know who I am. So he might think I'm an ex-pro. 
Do you know what I mean? How I quickly did I could, you realise? I reckon I could... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where would you have gone? What, yeah. what player would you have gone for? Oh, I'd have said... I'd have said I, 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 wouldn't have, I wouldn't have said I'm a player. I'd have said I'm, I'm Lee Mack, but, but I would have pretended I was an ex-pro. Right. He hasn't... A, you can't have heard of all the professionals, can you? You'll, no, you'll forget no, some no, of them. No, yeah. I'd have probably gone... What would your backstory been? Blackburn? I'd have said I started off at Doncaster Rovers. Yeah. And then, course, then Blackburn found me. So that's when we won the Premier League in 95. I played alongside Colin Hendry and, and Graham Lasso and Jason Wilcox and all them lot. Yeah. Uh, and then I, dis- I decided to pack it in and uh, join Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even come close to wanting to support a London club, obviously. But if I did, right. it'd have to be Spurs. Really? I'd like to hear that. Yeah, because... Nice. Why? I think Ralph Coates in the 70s. Remember Ralph Coates? He had, uh, he had a hairstyle that was a proper comb-over. Right. And he used to run up the ring really fast. Uh, and, the, and it would lift <laughs> like that. Almost like... Like like a sail on a boat. It's like it was helping him run. Uh-uh. It would so th- push him up the wing, and then it would just fall down. Is that the reason you have you quite like Tottenham? Then yeah, my ba- yeah. my brother was in a band called The Return of Ralph Coates. No, because way. He, he he loved Ralph Coates wow. so much. Shut up, honestly. <laughs> it seems like I wouldn't lie to you now. Well, <laughs> I should point out. That's so true. Then. Yeah, when I say a band, I wouldn't go to the local vinyl shop and look for any albums. <laughs> <laughs> They've been about three gigs. massive Ralph I Coates fans. I loved it, but seventies footballers all all looked ridiculous, didn't they? I know. And Ralph mm. Coates was one of the kings of ridiculous looking, and uh, <laughs> they were such a. I just loved that old seventies Tottenham team, yeah. you know, and yeah. early eighties Tottenham. So, but you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't support. And that, I'm quite. My my son came home after a big. You know, you know everyone at his school supports Chelsea or Arsenal. Like right. Everybody. So he came home when he was about eight, and he said, "I don't need to support Chelsea or Arsenal." I was like, does it have to be one of them? So he obviously didn't. He wasn't having Blackburn. Really? No, and then he came on with this, I've decided I'm going to support Manchester United. Really? And I was actually happy, even though I'm a Blackburn fan. I thought, yeah. that's a northern, good old yeah, northern yeah, tradition. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And then the day after he said it, Ferguson resigned, or said he was going to resign, oh, and the wow. club went absolutely down it. Wow. And I remember him almost in tears once wow. going, I thought you said they win everything. <laughs> <laughs> um... Blackburn. We're going to talk yeah. briefly about them now. Championship. Yeah. Is, is, would you be ecstatic, buzzing? Would that make your season if they were to get back into the Premier League? Because they're doing all right at the minute. Well, yeah, they're doing all right. They've lost the last couple. Um, they're still in and amongst it, though. Playoffs. They always are. The, every, the last couple of years, what they tend to do is they start off the first few weeks, they're always around the playoffs. Yeah. Mm. Then, they, then they get out of the playoffs, mm-hmm. and then you're sort of more resigned, and you go, oh, it doesn't matter now because they'll probably yeah. not make it. And then they annoyingly right. start going back up again towards yeah. them. And then you're looking <laughs> at it, and you, and you start doing that thing you should never do as a football fan. Yeah. If Huddersfield lose today, yeah. and Blackburn win, yeah. all that, and, oh. then, and, they never, and then by the end of the season, they're always mid-division. Well, let's say always. Yeah. They went down, of course, a couple of years yeah, ago to, the, to League One, but I love that season. They're winning, winning all the time. Really? It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they are classic. If they went up now, you know, it's not. they're not a realistically a Premier Venkis, League club. Are the Venkis still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They still own it. And Mowbray's, okay. Mowbray's great. Tony, Tony Mowbray's. Mowbray's a really good guy. Really good. I've worked with him before. Yeah. He's, he's a proper proper man. Yeah, I think he, I think Blackburn will get there again. Do I don't you? think it'll be this I season, think. but I think it'll be it was fr- Every time I played at Ewood Park, freezing. Every was, single time. Every time, man. What ever <laughs> like when it was because it's on the it's in the sort. Of it might also be to do with that your school uniform was shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? You were turning up all the time, running around a football pitch with hardly anything on. That might be. But Blackburn is always cold is and it? wet, like mm. Manchester. Yeah. I mean, you know, there is actually <clears throat> there's more think, rain in Manchester than anywhere in Britain. I think because like, you know, you got the the the, the sort of cornered off. You know, it was only Stoke City was one where the, mm. the you could the wind could get in, and Blackburn was one. Yeah. Also, Blackburn was one of the few that you could still sit on a hill yeah, and the see. game rather than right. play. Yeah, 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 you know. 
Yeah. And at Stoke, funny enough, you can do the same. Well, you, yeah, there's yeah, areas yeah. that the fans sit Maybe something to do with that. We'll have to yeah. get a weather specialist on to <laughs> yeah, find out why. Find out. Uh, interestingly, 50 to 1 with Coral to win the championship this season. Blackburn 8th at the minute. Like, mm-hmm. I can't see, I can't look past West Brom and Fulham and mm. uh, Bournemouth. Bournemouth come from well, one, of them, one of them three yeah. teams. There's two, the, the, the gap between the championship and the Premier League now is. I think he goes through cycles, doesn't it? I think at the moment it's getting bigger and bigger because do you? Yeah. Them three, the teams that come down are just. Yeah. I've watched three or four games. I think they're streets ahead of everyone. There else. seems to be another gap now. There's the Premier League and the Championship, but then there's the top Championship clubs and the rest of the Championship mm, yeah. as well. So you've got those teams like Fulham yeah. and West Brom and yeah. clubs that can go up and down a lot, and, and the Norwiches and all these clubs that they, they seem to tend mm. a bit of time in the Premier League, bit of time in the Championship. Yeah, and, and Fulham probably are the most yo-yo-y in terms yeah. of you know. But Blackburn aren't at that. You know, I'd be happy if Blackburn are at the level of the top of the Championship. I wonder. I wonder now. Not them teams. You know, your Norwiches, your Fulhams, uh, West Broms, who go up and down. Yeah. Like financially, where that puts them because they you don't really lose out that much because you get the parachute payments if you come back within two seasons. Plus, you end up selling your players on because they've got Premier League experience. Mm, I'd be interested in that. I bet. I, I wouldn't say they're doing it on purpose because they're, do you know I'm like no, no, but you'd certainly hint at it I would hint at it and yeah. just let yeah. the public take it I'm like because if you're going to go up to the Premier League at some point like Norwich for instance yeah. you, you'd think to yourself right we've been up and down up and down up and down we've got to spend money these mm. players we got are not going to keep themselves us in, in the it. Premier League yeah. do you know what I mean but at one point when does the process become well, we need to do something different because we're just going up and down. Up mm. and down. I don't know. I'm going to look ahead at a fixture, which is uh, the World Cup qualifier for England against Andorra, Joe. I played, I played against them, <laughs> right? And I, the, we played against them, and um, this defender, it's the only time I've ever experienced this in professional football. Yeah. Like, just booting me in the ankles while the play's over there. I'm thinking, where's, like, VAR? Like, <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here? Just put, I turn around. And I said, why? I just said, why are you, why are you fucking doing this, mate? And he's gone, well, I can't stop you, so I've got to kick you. Is that what you said? Yeah. Very honest. Wow. In perfect English, I went, fair point. It's like proper pub football. It's really? Like, kicking smack, you? I love all that. You know, these teams, these international teams, that the population is so small. Yeah. I mean, Iceland's another one. They do so well. And I think the yeah. population's like, is it 250,000 or something? It's ridiculous. How if well you, and also, yeah. don't forget, it's 250,000, but it's, it, to play in the men's internationals, you've mm. got to be a man. So that's yeah. only 50% of the population. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got to be probably over 17 yeah. and under yeah. 40. Yeah. And if you start working out, you go, if I lived in Iceland, it would only be a matter of time before I'd have got a game. Yeah, yeah. Everyone gets the a game at some yeah. point. You know what I mean? It's, it's hardly anyone to pick from. And Andorra, yeah. what's the population of Andorra? <laughs> Andorra's I mean, look on your off the top of my head I can't tell you what the population it's of Andorra is it's pretty small isn't it? it's, it's tiny if you think Andorra can nick a home victory Cole will give you odds of 100 to 1 it's 20 to 1 if you reckon England will win the match 4-1 big match for England uh, brilliant getting Lee on the show I just want to end by, by just going on about that goal again I think it's, a, it's only applicable yeah. we talk about that moment because in the scripts I want to read the exact question Jack wrote which said about how that moment, after all the heartache you'd been through with England, how did it feel to redeem yourself in, and score in front of a stadium? Well, I just love the way Jack wrote that, as if as if you had played in a World Cup final for England. In my head, I have. Yeah, That's yeah. the thing. That yeah. was my World Cup final. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you exactly how it felt. I, I'd obviously, you know, I'm 53. I was running backwards and forwards to the halfway line because of the offside. I was exhausted. Yeah. I scored, and then it takes over, and you're going, oh, and you can't believe it. And then everyone was really nice, and they all cuddled around me and huddled around me, and I was in this group, oh, I can't believe it. Yeah. And as 
something obviously happened emotionally where I started to retch. <laughs> I went, wow. Like that. And luckily it went back down again. Because if I had puked, how different the story would have been. <laughs> because they'd have all pulled away from the group and I'd have been covered in sick and, like, Patrice Everett would have been going, what, what are you doing? <laughs> That's ruined the photographs, what? the moment. I went, mm. why do you think that happened? Like, I, just I, over, I was overwhelmed. <laughs> it happened to, I think it was a guy called, in 1978 Cup Final, the, the, the winning goal by an Ipswich player, I think his name was Osgood, I might be wrong, or Osborne, he scores a goal. Roger Osborne. He right. scores the winner in 1978, and he can't believe it, and within minutes he's taken off because he's exhausted because of he was overwhelmed. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. I might have imagined that. <laughs> you know you can bet on whether a player gets so exhausted <laughs> he has to come off because he's so excited and then he's vomited on himself. Um, Joe, just finally from you... Brilliant having Lee on the show, yeah. reliving that, and your just fi- finest memories of playing with Lee at Soccer Aid, and just oh, nice to hear what it means for, for the for the celebs as well, isn't it? No, it's, it's like playing playing with Lee. I was so pleased for him. I didn't actually. I was was I on the pitch? I think I was on the pitch. I was one of them grumpy ex players at the time because <laughs> I'd lost for the third year in a row. Yeah, yeah. But and I didn't get a chance to congratulate him afterwards because I had to shoot down because I was doing something on Sunday morning. So well done. Oh, thanks, Joe. Oh, there we go. And. And thanks Can we re-sign you for England for next year? Ooh. Is it a possibility, or have you? you, you All I can say is to... you'll have to go. Your agent will have to talk to my agent about that. Which is the same my, guy at the moment. I, if we, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I can sign with your agent, <laughs> I can make it happen. But I don't know. Do you get? You don't really get transfer fees for international football, do you? You can't really. You no, know, not really. It's a shame. That. Otherwise, because hey. I'm only in it for the money. I mean, that's all you need, isn't it? Big thanks to Lee for coming on the show, everyone. Uh, you have been watching All to Play for Put you by Joe and Cole, myself, Adam Smith, Joe Cole. Don't forget to find us on Joe's YouTube channel and wherever you get your podcast. Brilliant. You've been listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral.